Welcome to Rama for Today. And I was frustrated for a little while, and Lynette can tell you this, and uh, Patsy Caminetti over here can tell you this, because we prayed about it. I couldn't seem to get to, I couldn't seem to move into some positions. And I understood it was reason is because, and I couldn't go to him. I never went to him and told him anything. I knew what God's talking to me about, but I wait for God to talk to him. That's the matter with some of you associates. You go and try to tell the pastor, your pastor, what God's saying. No, God's talking to you. You go talk to the, you, you let God do the talking. You keep your mouth shut. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week we went into the archives and chose Kenneth Hagan's teaching, Why Set Here Until We Die? This will be a great week of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth Hagan with today's message. Several years ago, March 19... 77. In fact, we were talking about it the other night up in the room, Brother Bob Nichols. It was at his church. God spoke to my heart to move into ministering to the sick. In August of 1972, Pasadena, Texas, Mama and Papa Goodwin's church, they had through tongues and interpretation, this had come forth. And that was five, almost five years later before I actually walked into it. Some of you need to realize that when God prophesies some things or brings some things to you through through tongues and interpretation, it's not necessarily going to happen the next day. It may be a while before you walk fully into the midst of what's going on. Glancing up there, seeing Brother Mark Brzee, I remember in South Africa when he was with me in 1978 and God spoke to his heart and got him involved in some things. But uh, what he's doing now was what God spoke to him back then. It took several years for it to to come, come into existence. Sometimes we make a mistake of trying to make something that God speaks to you now come to pass tomorrow. Just let it happen and follow God and the vision will unfold. Don't try to make it happen. I'm going to speak on healing tonight because that's what I've been asked to do by the man in charge. That's something. Let me give another little teaching lesson here before we get started. When, when you go to minister in a man's church, this is for you traveling ministers or pastors either. If you go there to minister for somebody else and they tell you how, they, how you are to minister and how they want you to minister, then that's what you do. And you say, well, what if God has something else? No, that man's in charge. And whatever he says is what you do. You don't do something else. No wonder some of you don't get asked back. I wouldn't ask you back either. I have been at places that, and I've been told that they didn't want to have a healing service because it was, they had two, had two Sunday morning services and they said, we don't want to have a healing service. 
at, uh, at, at, at this time. And uh, then they had a Saturday night. I've been to places where they've had Saturday night services. And they said, we, we don't want to have a healing service. And I said, fine, I don't have to have no healing service. Now somebody said, well, you should have prayed for the sick if you felt it. No, I shouldn't have prayed for the sick if I feel like it. The man asked me, told me what he wanted me to do. Hello? Some of you act like you don't understand that. When you go into another man's place to minister, he is in charge. If... If God can't accomplish what he wants to accomplish because the man said, do this, it's not on your head. It's on the person that's in charge. Hello? We need to learn that. Lay people need to learn to stay in line with the head that is calling the shots. That's what the pastor's there for. He is supposed to be spiritually in tune and know what's going on. And I'll make another little statement here, probably get a little flack over this, but I'm going to make it anyway. It's not any board's responsibility to tell the pastor who he's supposed to have preach in the church and how the church is supposed to be supposed to be run spiritually. Now the board could have something to say about the physical way that the church is run and maybe the, some of the finances, but they have no authority whatsoever in telling the pastor how to run the church spiritually. I knew I wouldn't get as many amens on that. Probably got a lot of pastor amens. Hello? And then secondly, I'm going to speak on that because that's what I've been called to do. I know that uh, as Craig is going out in ministry now, and his ministry has a tremendous healing anointing on him also. Uh, in 19 and, uh, what was it? 19 in Lakeland, what, what year was that? We was on vacation. 1991. Uh we all three prayed for the... Well, actually, Dad didn't pray for the sick. He did some other things, minister, and then he had Craig and I come and minister the sick that night in Lakeland, Florida, in the crusade. And uh, the Lord has used Craig ever since. But uh, I never said anything to Craig about going in the ministry, just like he never said anything to me about going in the ministry. I knew that if he went in the ministry, it had to be God doing it, just like Dad knew that if I went in the ministry, it had to be God doing it. And so I never said a word to him about it at all, period. But I knew that he was going to be used in the ministry, and I knew that he would probably be used in the healing ministry because, man, when, when he was three years old, out on the crusades... I mean, we'd be, it was just me and Lynette. We were the crusade team. We did it all. And we had some pretty good sized meetings back there then in the seventies. And, uh, we'd be sitting down there and he might have a few little hot wheel cars out or he might be coloring. A lot of people think kids ain't getting, the kids get more than you, than you think they do. I mean, he's there. 
You know, I, you would think he's not hearing a word that's going on. All of a sudden, he starts putting up all of his cars, putting up all the things, and gets up and turns around and sits down on the on the chair. And he says, he says to his mother, says, uh, Paul's getting ready to pray for the sick. He's fixing the clothes. Uh, we didn't think he was listening, you know. But he was hearing what was going on. And all of that time, he would always interested in the prayer line. I, I, I remember this. And uh, God has moved in a mighty way. And I'm going to get here preaching in a minute. God's dealing with I'm just going to share some other things with you. You know, uh, when er, as God moves, then everybody else can move into position. It took, and I was frustrated for a little while, and Lynette can tell you this, and uh, Patsy Caminetti over here can tell you this because we prayed about it. I couldn't seem to get to, I couldn't seem to move into some positions. And I understood it was reason is because, and I couldn't go to him. I never went to him and told him anything. I knew what God's talking to me about, but I wait for God to talk to him. That's the matter with some of your associates. You go and try to tell the pastor, your pastor, what God's saying. No, God's talking to you. You go talk to the, you, you let God do the talking. You keep your mouth shut. I knew I was supposed to run the school when it started, first started. And, but I sat with him while I interviewed people to take over the school. Never said a word to him. Finally, one day he come and knocked on our, trailer door or motorhome door out on the road and said, I believe you're supposed to do that. I said, yeah, I think so. I've been feeling something in my own heart. Didn't tell him until later that the Lord just spoke to me in January about it. And this was all, all around, uh, let's see, all of, huh? Yeah, October. And now we're all the way around into April of the next year. That's the miserablest time, especially from January on. I love that motorhome. We love that motorhome. We love traveling in it. We love, but I'm going to tell you what, from January to April, it was the hardest thing I ever done in my life. I hated it. I hated every minute of it. I hated, to, I hated to pack up and to unpack. But you see, it's because you knew that God wanted you to do somewhere else and I'm just having to sit there and wait. That'd be help some of you people. Let God do it. Don't you do it. But when he moves, then, then we can move and do some things that God has said to do. And as I move, I believe in, 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 that God will use Craig in a certain way. Praise God. And it's not, somebody said, well, it's all in your family. Well, I'm going to tell you what. If you find in the word of God, God used families. Go check the Word of God out. God used families. Hello? You see it in there. Praise God. Now, I guess I'll go on and talk about the message tonight. Turn to 2 Kings chapter 7. I don't know how long we're going to go. Probably not very long because when you're going to minister healing... The one thing you want to do is get people ready to receive, and then when they're ready to receive, you start ministering, whether you preach 20 minutes or two hours. Hello? 
See, people need to begin to understand the difference between teaching and the difference between the evangelistic ministry that's going to go into, into praying for the sick when the special gifts of healings. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We've got this special CD by my dad where he went and read scriptures yes. on healing. And this has been played in hospital rooms, I don't know where, all, all over the world. Yes. And it's got some beautiful music behind as he is reading the word. And then your CD, Peace, where you read the scriptures on, on peace. peace. Because, honey, sometimes when somebody is needing healing, yeah. uh, their mind is just, yeah, telling them wrong, negative things. Right. And so we do need the peace of God as yeah. well. And you got it some songs on there too on about peace. peace. That's right. And then here is a special timeless teaching by my dad. Four CDs, God's Medicine, yes. talking about healing. And then my book called Executing the Basics of Healing. Now these are all there for you for a gift of $40 or more. All you got to do is go to rhema.org and, yes. and, and ask for them and we will get them out to you as quick as possible. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth Hagen will continue his message, Why Sit Here Until We Die? That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.